Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Today, I am sharing... Oh, there's my phone. Today, I am sharing just me, um, one of the solo episodes I like to do every month. And I want to talk to you about something that's really, really close to my heart, something that I've been... I think about a lot, but I've really been trying to articulate it more in these last few weeks. And that is living your life like no one else, whether that's like no one else can or no one else will. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But this idea of that there is an alternate, that there's a different way to do things, to live, to be, to heal, to love, to grow. And it I think I've always sort of lived this way. Um, Like, for example, this is sort of a funny example, but uh, the father that I grew up with was not the father, was not my biological father. So I had two dads. And because of that, I had like four full alive sets of grandparents. And I also had a lot of different Christmases. And I remember when I was younger, I would go into school and tell my friends like, oh man, like I have three Christmases to go to. Like I have so many grandparents. Like I remember I was always like very proud of this like alternate way that I was living that like my family was. Um, And it seems like sort of a random example, but I can remember like being really stoked that my life was different than everyone else's. And so I think I have for as long as I can remember liked being different. I think that's pushed me to, live a very different lifestyle as an adult and make very different choices. Like when we were 23, 24, my now husband and I, Ben, drove cross country. If you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me say this, drove cross country with only what we could fit in our car. We hadn't even seen our apartment. We'd only seen pictures of it. We had no friends here. Um, Here, we're not here anymore. We're in Vermont. No friends there. We didn't have jobs. We just had the money that we had saved. And that was a big deal. I mean, I, I look at other people now who are 23 or 24 and I'm like, I can't believe that I was that. And I made that decision. Um, you know, then again, in 2019, when we decided to travel the world for eight months with just a backpack, well, technically two, I had one on the front and one on the back, (laughs) one on the front, one on the back. If you're watching this via video, I'm pointing in the wrong direction again, like another huge very alternative life choice. And while of course we were traveling, we realized a lot of people around the globe choose to live that way and live nomadically for many, many months at a time. It's not as common here in the U S it's a lot more common in Europe and in Asia. 
And also we just choose to live a very alternate lifestyle in terms of health. Like we have made insane, incredible financial, mental, physical investments in our health and completely changed our lifestyle. And I remember that actually started, I first had the idea that there was a different way of living in terms of what I'm putting in my body when I read In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan. So really, really great book. Highly recommend if you are not eating like a healthy lifestyle or you think you are, but you're not feeling good in your body. Uh, He really just talks about the the food system in the U S and it will completely open my eyes to things that we actually now, a lot of us know whether or not that dictates the way you eat. Uh, but for me, this was 11 years ago when I really read that book, uh, by the way, I was working at AT AT&T selling cell phones at that point. Um, but it really opened my eyes. And I remember I was just saying to Ben like an hour ago, how that was a huge turning point for me in terms of my health. And since then I've continually chosen to make decisions that are maybe different than the mainstream, especially now as we're raising Weston, we're really making a lot of different choices. And I love my life, like all of this. And I am like, fulfilled and so happy on a deep soul level with the way that my life is, with the way that our life is that we've created. And as you know, as an ambitious woman who is likely running a business or freelancing, I mean, you're probably already living your life a little bit differently than other people, but maybe there's something bigger, something even more different that you want to do, that you want to create in your life. It's difficult, right? It's hard. We're scared of what other people might think. We're scared to take a leap to do something that's totally different than what's normal for us or for the people around us. And it, it, this idea of taking those steps now kind of, it reminds me of the quote from Dave Ramsey. I think it's Dave, Dave Ramsey. I probably should have checked that before this, but I'm almost positive, <laughs> which is live like no one else will so that you can live like no one else can. So the idea is, you know, doing that hard stuff, taking those hard steps so that you can live a life, like choosing to live differently now so that you can enjoy a life that no one else has the privilege of enjoying later because you are willing to, I don't know, you know, work extra hours. Like, you know, I, my business, I don't work about three, maybe four hours a day, three to four days a week. Like that's not just like how that didn't just happen that way. I made very intentional choices. I had a clear vision for what I wanted and I knew I wanted to live this alternative, alternative, I put this in quotes, lifestyle. I knew I had to do things to get there. And so in this episode, I want to share with you some ideas and tips and, and insights to help you find the courage to say, I want to live this different way. I want to do things differently. I don't accept things the way that they are now in my life. How do I do that? And these are the things that were really important to me in being able to do that, to create a life that's probably a lot different from a lot of other people's And it's amazing. And I freaking love it that way. So if you're like, you know what? I know that this, I want more than this. I want something different than this. Even if you're already on your way to that, this episode is for you. 
So jumping right in, first and foremost, you need to find people who think the way you think. I've been so grateful and so lucky to have been by my side for so much of my adult, my entire adult life. We, for those of you who don't know, started dating in high school and then dated all long distance through college and then moved to California together. So I've been lucky to have him because he thinks the way I think we both. And he actually is really someone who pushed me a lot in this way as an adult, like don't accept things for what they are, decide what you want and then go push for that. So like a really silly example, um, we were going to a concert at this place in Vermont outdoors last summer. And there was a huge, two gigantic lines. And we were, I was like, okay, let's get in line. And he's like, well, like, I don't know. It looks like there's a shorter line up there. Like, let me go see what that's all about. Like you stay in line here, but I think like we can go up there. Sure enough, there was a shorter line up ahead. It took us five minutes to get in versus 20 minutes. It sounds so silly, right? Like that's a very silly example, but it's so true. Like he was like, no, I'm not going to wait in this line if I don't have to. And what's the worst case scenario? He's going to go up there and find out we can't actually be in that line. No, we have to be stuck in this line. Little things like that. So that actually adds a tip that I don't have in my notes that I'm going to share with you. So the, the first tip being find people who think the way that you do, who have this sort of like broader way, like who maybe aren't thinking so narrowly, who are thinking broader, bigger, differently in different areas of their life. Whether that is a, you know, you, that's, you find that in your close friends, which for some people you don't. And that's okay, but that just means you have to do a little extra work to seek it out. You know, looking for groups, even if it's like online networking groups, we're starting to be able to do in-person things. Like it's been off and on for so long, but I feel like now there's lots of in-person events happening, seeking out the people that think the way that you think, because you need that validation. When you're doing something that's different than everyone else, people are going to question you. And so finding someone, finding people who are going to validate, like, no, keep, think bigger, push harder, do that thing that seems crazy. Like it's so key. And the second tip that I wasn't planning on sharing, but that I just thought of is question even the little things. Like the reason I thought of this is like the line, like it's so, it's such a a seemingly innocuous thing but it's that it's practicing almost like that way of thinking and then getting the validation over and over like, Oh, so I thought that I checked in on it and look now I am getting into the venue 20 minutes before I would have originally, which means I'm going to get a better seat. I'm going to be settled faster and I don't have to wait in line. So practice looking through that lens of wait a second, like, do I actually want this? And actually, now that I think about it, that segues perfectly into tip three or idea three, which is really always asking yourself, do I actually want this or do I want another version of this? So we can sort of say this is like 2B because you can think about this. I had originally thought about this on a bigger level, but on that smaller day-to-day level, do I want to wait in line? Do I want to drive this shitty car? (laughs) Do I want to, um, what's another small thing? Do I want to eat this food 
at this restaurant? Or would I rather go to a different restaurant with food that I actually like better? Like, where are you settling for what someone else's suggestion suggesting or for what maybe you've always done when you could make a different choice? But on like a larger level of, do I actually want this or do I want another version of this? It's like looking at different aspects of your life, looking at a client. Do I actually want to deal with this client or do I want a better version of it? Do I want a bigger version or a different version? Continually checking in with yourself on those things. Because so often I think it's easy to get into this flow of doing shit that you don't want to do, doing things that don't fill you, that aren't in line with that ultimate vision you have for yourself. And so that check-in is a good way to not necessarily even take the steps, but just to bring that awareness. Because before we can take the steps to change our life, to be the way that we want it to be, or to make these decisions that might be kind of hard to make, we have to actually have awareness around it first, right? So I want you to, I'm really challenging you right now to start today. Ask yourself, do I actually want this or do I want another version of this? Because if you want another version of it, the good news is you get to create that version. You get to find it, seek it out, make it happen for yourself. It's very much within your reach. And that again, guys, I'm just like crushing the segues here. That segues perfectly into the next section or the next piece that I want to talk about, which is leveraging your resources. So I feel like a lot of times people just accept something the way that it is because they don't realize that they have the resources to change that. They don't realize that people exist or opportunities exist that allow them to make a different choice or to create their life differently. So thinking like if you just accept the story that this is hard or this is how it has to be rather than broadening your lens and saying okay well what resources do i have available to me to change this so i want to give an example is talking to a lot of mamas and i'm so grateful i have so many incredible women in my life that are moms that i have the perfect example of creating the life that you want, seeking an alternative. I wanted to find more mamas. I knew I wanted to connect with them. So I found this awesome app when I was pregnant called Peanut that you can use. It's like literally a dating app for moms and pregnant women. It's been amazing. And I've met so many incredible women through that app because I said, I want another version of this. I don't want to be alone in this motherhood thing. And thank God, because it's been so necessary for me. But in doing that, I've met a lot of moms and talked to a lot of moms. And I, and something that I've heard is like people having trouble with a routine and feeling like there is no routine or feeling like they're like crazy or hectic and feeling very unsettled. And the thing that I notice is a lot of times just, they just accept it. Like they're like, oh, being a mom is hard. Oh, parenthood is hard. Yes, that's true, but there are certain things that you can change. Like there are, for example, the reason why we don't feel that way, why we don't struggle with routine and feeling like we're all over the place is because we created one. We sought out a resource. This for any mamas out there or soon to be moms, taking care of babies is a like sleep training course. You can't actually sleep train, like the the actual term sleep train your baby until they're five or six months because they're like not mentally able to do that at that point. Um, 
but you can lay the foundation. And a big part of that is routine. So I can remember when I'm actually was sitting in this exact spot that I'm sitting in right now, breastfeeding Weston, thinking I need some sort of routine. Like this is too crazy for me. I don't know when he's going to eat. I don't know when he's going to sleep. And for me being a type A routine forward planner type person, I was like, I need this. And so we signed up for this course that actually a lot of people had recommended. And right away, it gives you a routine, a loose routine, mind you, because they're newborns and you don't actually know what they're going to do. But the loose routine was he would sleep for two hours. He would be up for basically like a half hour to 45 minutes to eat. And then he would go back to sleep. And that was our life, that routine. It was a three hour chunk of time where he slept for two and he was sort of awake and eating for one. That changed the game for us. People said, how are you working when your baby's three weeks old? And I'm like, he sleeps for two hours every three hours. I have lots of time and I don't feel crazy and hectic because I know that this is the routine he's going to be in. So all of that as a reminder to come back to where that came from was this idea that there are not only, not only is there a different way to do things if you don't want it to be the way that it is, but there are resources to help you create that way if you can't quite do it yourself. So giving like another example that might be more relevant is like if you want to leave your job and start your own business, there are resources, there are people that can help guide you. This podcast, I'm sure, has a bunch of episodes that can help guide you in making that decision. There are people you can talk to. People often are your best resource. And we just don't tap into that. Like reaching out to people in your network, reaching out to your aunt, who's been an entrepreneur for 20 years. She's an incredible resource. Talk to her, you know, see that there are opportunities and options out there. If you, if you choose to see that, right. So if you have that awareness of not only do I not want this, I want something else. But to get that something else, I'm going to have to leverage other people. I'm going to have to find a way to make that happen. So I don't have to accept where I am, but I do have to do a little work to get where I want to go. And a big part of that is leveraging those resources. Another huge aspect of creating this life, an alternative lifestyle, living the way no one else will or can, is seeing your fear as a green light. This is something we just talked about in my last episode and uh, go check that out. I think it's episode 73. And we talked about how fear can be a guide and rather than running away from it, you want to follow it. So if you say to yourself, I don't want to live like this, I want to live like that and shit, that scares me. Congratulations. (laughs) Do it. Follow that fear because it means that you're probably moving towards something that you actually want. And that probably a lot of other people don't have or don't do because maybe it wasn't role modeled for you. And that's why it's scary because you've never, maybe you haven't seen a lot of people do that in your life. You were role modeled something different, but you don't want that. You want this. And so following that fear, I feel like it's such a generic thing to say, but it really is. It, it it really is true that when we are feeling scared, like I always say my fear is a litmus test. If I'm nervous, I'm on the right track. So following that fear, letting it be your 
guiding post, letting it be a green light that says, okay, this is really scary, but I'm going to keep moving forward. And you know what? I'll drop in the, check the show notes. I'm going to drop. I have a couple of episodes that address fear and courage and how you can push through that. And I want you to listen to those because if you're feeling like that's really holding you back, there are so many tools, speaking of resources available to help you start pushing through that fear and start really leveraging it and using it as a tool rather than having it be a reason that you aren't taking steps forward. And the final piece of this is one of the most important, which is claim your desires passionately and regularly, even if only to yourself. The biggest piece is you have to really, really want it. So if you don't feel like you want it bad enough to do the hard thing, to reach out to your aunt who's been an entrepreneur for 20 years to, to you know buy something that's kind of expensive, but that is necessary to get that certification, whatever. If you don't feel like you want it enough to do that, then maybe now is not your time. And that's okay. Maybe you do and the fear is getting in the way and you need to have that awareness. But by claiming it, even if you're not ready to act on it yet, regularly, really owning it is such a key step in making that decision. Because the more you claim it and the more you own it, the more it just feels like, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. That's what I meant to do. For example, when I, before we traveled in 2019, we traveled for eight months, like I said, with just a backpack each. We were, for the last four months of it, when we were in Europe, we were in a different location every seven to 10 days. Oh, it was so wonderful and challenging and amazing and life-changing. But the point of me saying that is before we went on that trip, I actually, in 2017, I was looking back through some old meditation journal notes and I had a meditation where I came out of it and the notes were, I want to travel. I want to be a digital nomad, which at the time was like a big buzzword. I want to travel and run my business. That was 2017. We traveled in 2019. Between those two times, I consistently over and over and over and over not only claimed that that was what I want to myself and, and to Ben, we talked about it, you know, here and there, but I continually held the vision of what I saw. And this is actually crazy. I can so clearly remember visualizing over and over. Like there was this one meditation on um, insight timer that had a visualization aspect to it. And this is what I would always visualize. I remembered thinking about being in Bali because that was a place that I we knew we wanted to go. And I remember like imagining this space, seeing this space so clearly of looking out the, the patio doors, seeing palm trees. I saw a desk with my computer on it. I saw the bed. I saw like the space in like this sort of like wooden kind of hut was so clear to me. We got to Bali in May of 20, end of May, beginning of June of 2019. It was literally what I had visualized this whole time. Like we walked up the stairs to our little apartment. We were living, uh, staying in a co-living space called Dojo, uh, which is part of a co-working community. And it, it was literally what was in my vision. And so the point of me sharing that is like, 
hold that vision clearly, claim it passionately, love up on what it is that you want, because not only is that powerful in terms of actually manifesting it and making it happen, but when you can own it, that's when you really start moving toward that because it just becomes like, of course, that's what it is. Of course, that's what I'm doing. This is who I am. It doesn't become, it starts to become a part of your identity. It's no longer like, I'm trying to be this person. It's like, I am this person. She's already right there. I'm just making my way to fully embody her. So it's so important that you make time to do that. And you can do that through journaling. You can do it through meditation, through visualization. I used to, when I would get into bed, I would just like play with my imagination for 20 minutes, like literally like a little kid. I'm like, oh, that sounds like it would be fun or, ooh, how crazy. Like one of my visions right now that's been for a long time since we, since we were traveling. So since 2019 is to either own a yacht or like have the money that we can rent one and take my friends and my very close family on a vacation, like on a yacht in the Mediterranean somewhere. And I know it's going to happen because it's like, this is who I am. Like, that's a big part of why I want to be making even more money than I'm making now. It's because I want to take like my family and friends on vacation. Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, actually does this every year for her birthday. She takes like her 14 closest girlfriends on a trip and they like literally fly there on a, um, on a private jet. And, um, she just treats them. They don't, I don't, I have a feeling they pay for not a single little tiny thing. And that's exactly what I want to be able to do. So having that vision and really owning that, like, yeah, I own that. I want to make a lot more money than I'm making now. I own that what I'm making now is a lot more than most people. And that's still, I want to get further and that's okay. And that's just who I am. It's part of my identity. And that means I'm going to get there. That's just a part of this life that I've decided I want to live. I'm not accepting anything less than that. So I hope that this has inspired you to start moving toward that life that you see for yourself that maybe no one else sees as being possible or realistic, or people say that's crazy or you're selfish or whatever those people say that are being triggered by the fact that you have big dreams and hopes for yourself. I hope that this episode inspires you to go after that and to say, I don't want this. I want that. And I'm willing to go for it. So thank you so much for being here with me today. I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to DM me or share on Instagram. I'm at Jessica Thiefels. I'd love to know what you think about this, what steps you're taking, and if it inspired you to go freaking do it. So thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.